0: This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Today I would like to talk to you about uh, what goes on in, in the exam room. Here's a scenario I think everyone would appreciate. So you carry your cat into the vet's exam room. Your cat's not eating and lethargic, and you're worried enough to bring him to the vet. Your veterinarian comes in, and 15 minutes later, you are standing at the reception desk picking up medicine, paying the bill, and asking the receptionist what is wrong with my cat. Intuitively, you know your veterinarian did a thorough exam, made a diagnosis, prescribed a treatment plan, and probably asked how the kids were doing. But you were preoccupied with your cat's illness, how much this will cost, and really tried to listen to lots of strange words coming out of your vet's mouth. This is a very common scenario I saw every day. Because of that, I wanted to assuage my client's fear and preoccupation during the uh, exam time so I developed a way to behave in the exam room. As the pet and owner entered the room with the dog in this example I'd be sitting down turned sideways to the door. I never reached out. I would never stand uh, facing the door because this would threaten the dog. I'd greet the owner and let the dog explore the room and wait for it to come to me. After a sniff from the dog I'd give it a little pat and then proceed with the exam. During the exam, I usually talked to the client about the pet's illness or general health, or chit-chatted about family stuff like kids or trips or news about the town. This seemed to further relax the pet because the client felt more at ease and the animal sensed the lack of dread and fear in the owner's tone of voice or in their hands while patting their dog. The disadvantage to this technique is that the owner missed what I was doing. So I modified the exam room procedure by interrupting our chit-chat, and I began to explain what I was doing during the exam and what I was finding. I did this with every call, especially routine annual exams. I usually started at the mouth, worked my way to the eyes, ears, and nose, making comments of what I was finding, or more importantly, that things looked normal. I note the color of the gums in the mouth and any discharge. I check the lymph nodes under the throat and over the shoulders, then listen to the heart and lungs, and move to the abdomen where I would palpate, the internal organs. Usually in a normal abdomen, I could feel a bladder, intestines, and see if the dog was painful. Sick animals, I can pick up tumors, enlarged liver, spleen, local pain, and bladder problems like bladder stones. Then I would move to the tail and rectum, reproductive organs, and then examine the skin and fur. Finally, I would check the legs and back and revisit anything the owner requests all the time explaining what I was seeing. With sick animals, I would take a temperature and focus on the area of concern, but I always did a general exam because a symptom that shows up in one part of the body may affect other parts too. All the while telling the owner what I was finding, I was also thinking of what the diagnosis was going to be as the exam proceeded. So the next time you bring your pet to the vet, pay attention to what he or she is doing, and please don't be afraid to ask questions. Veterinarians really want you to be in the loop and want you to know as much as you can about your pet's health. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.